listening to the Food Talk Show. Hi there, my name is Sue Nelson and for the next half hour or so we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter Ollie Lloyd, head of client at Hearst Publications and founder of Great British Chefs. Hello. Hey. How are you doing? I'm very well, I'm very well. And of course we're also joined by Holly Shackleton, the lovely Holly Shackleton of editor of Speciality Food Magazine. Hi. 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 Good, how are good, you? Good, good, good. Yes, all good. Now, Ollie, we're, we've safely made it into February. We have. How's the old New Year's resolutions going? Ah, oh, so well... Are you treading lighter? I'm treading lighter, but I think the one I'm really excited about, do you remember that we, we had this crazy idea, Sue, back in um, December, that we should try and improve our cocktail making? Yeah, that wasn't very... Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Listen, you can, I'm not suggesting you drink one every day. No. Nah. But um, so the, the cocktail I'd like to put to you as, as, yes. as a new one, because I think it's really right up the street, it's called the Adonis... <laughs> is it named after you? No, it's it's it, it, no. I'm not, you, like, did you create this? No, no, no. Actually, my wife in was, your own image. My wife was given it at a lunch party she was at, uh, and she's like, "That's awesome. We need to make that." And it has orange bitters, which I know is one of your. You know, you mm-hmm. like those. Don't mind that. Uh, vermouth, mm. love it, and sherry. And sherry, yeah. What sort of sherry? Just sort of dry sherry. A dry sherry. Wow. And it's really, really good. Ice. Yeah, loads. Loads and loads of ice. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's basically neat alcohol. Um, so, I mean, you've got no, nothing's cutting it, but it's mm. great. Is it? And whether you, whether you feel like an Adonis afterwards, is if, I think after three, <laughs> you feel like you could do anything. Yeah. So, oh, that, that's good. my gift. My that's gift. That's your you. gift. Thank okay. you so much. Well, I will give you so, one uh, next week. It'll be my turn. Uh, any news resolutions that you've managed to get through in January? No, none. I don't, I don't set them anymore. No, I don't either. I just disappoint myself. Just we, did, we did say we were going to just tread more lightly. And and, and, and buy nicer stuff, but less of it. I naturally came to the same conclusion as well, mm. to be honest. What about cocktails? No, you're into beer. You're. A... I like beer. Have mm. you had some good beer this year? I've had... I have had some good beer. I'm a sour fan, though. Oh, Not many people like sours, but I like vinegar and drinking vinegar and stuff, so... The non-alcoholic sours? No, alcoholic. Alcoholic yeah. ones? Yeah. Um, what is the sour, then? What sort of things are sour? Well, it's like, it's always really fruity. Um, mm. And just quite a little bit sweeter. And like there's the, um, it's like German wheat beers and stuff, which again are a bit bit of an acquired taste because oh, they're not the usual hoppy. Uh, I can't deal with hoppiness and I bitterness. Can't, I, and... Can't do hop- oh, I thought you were saying that you actually, you're like one of those people I, I haven't really met who, who drinks vinegar every day. <laughs> I do drink vinegar. Do you? Oh, I, I love can... vinegar. Do you? Mm, I'm a very sour person. Do you drink vinegar every day? I do. Oh God, I'm a minority. I'm looking at our guests for hope. Well, great. Just a tiny, tiny bit of apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Just a tiny bit Delicious. of apple cider vinegar. It's very nice. It's really, really nice, actually, yeah. Really, a spoonful a day? Yeah. Mm. They're, just wind, they're just winding me up, aren't they? No, no, genuinely. <laughs> you're supposed to dilute it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have it, if you have like a naturally slightly sweeter one and dilute it with some apple juice, like some just natural... Apple juice. Just and it's really plug. easy to drink. My Morning. children have not recovered from when I bought that. Do you remember that amazing woman who made the the kefir? Oh, yes. It was slightly fizzy. Yes. And uh, basically it has no best before date on it because like, it's just like, <laughs> it just says on the side, it gets more exciting. Kind of 
And uh, yeah, gets more excited. I think if I started giving them vinegar, they'd kill me. I do like kefir. I'm all right with that, actually. But uh, no, I've I've really, really, really got into stout. Mm, I love you? stout. Oh, I love it. Important oh, so things, oh. especially so in the cold months. So uh, I tend to like the ones that are slightly chocolatey, mm. which is not a, it's not a sweet taste at all. Mm. It's just, but it's got a nice bit of chocolate edge to it. I'm really getting into that a lot. But a chocolate and coffee and. Mm. I tried like a pecan Coffee. chocolate brownie porter yes. a couple of months ago. It's amazing. It's so disappointing. We're having all these conversations about alcohol. We're about to go into an alcohol-free session. Is this, this is why we're, we're just getting it out of the way yes, now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. So, um, sorry. 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 back to point. Yeah. Ex- excluding our guests here. So we have three lovely guests um, today. H- a humble warrior. You're a humble warrior. Mm-hmm. Some people yes. say that. You're a no. humble warrior. Uh, so I'm joined by Rosh Amarasekara. Yes, hello. And uh, humble worry, you've got some stuff in front of you that you've bought. I do. It's, it's not cocktail making stuff, though, is it? No, but they do mix well. They do mix um, well, do they? Yeah, excellent. excellent. Um, love the branding. Thank so we'll you. Talk about that in a minute. Um, and Chris Beach, who's been on before, love drinks. We want to know where you are on love drinks at the moment after having won a food talk. Food talk. Future food Future award. Food Future awards. food award, which mm. I actually did bring in, but okay. it, it was so heavy, ah. I've left it outside. Yeah. But I will bring it in afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> so so that was all good, and so see where you are. And uh, Dr. Craig Rose, Dr. Seaweed, as we That's like me. to call you. Uh, fresh from, um, you were at, um, oh God, the Rabobank thing. Food Bites. Food Bites. Yep. That was good, that wasn't was it? good, excellent. It was a yeah, really good event. Really good. Um, and you're a Future Food Award we winner, did, right? Mission Driven. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got award winners. So you need to make sure you apply, Rosh. Uh, yeah, and I feel quite lifted up. For this coming year. <laughs> yeah. So the power of plants. Yes. The power of plants. Now, in front of me, I've got three um, really interesting branding, I think. Yeah, I agree. Humbora, you know this brand, do you? I do. I met Rosh a while ago when she was just sort of um, um, debating, debating the start and sort of exploring what it would really mean to mm-hmm. enter the crazy world of, of food startups. Mm-hmm. And I think you gave us the wrong advice and told us to go for it. That's <laughs> uh, Ollie giving the wrong advice. You can rely on that. <laughs> as far as brands are concerned. I, I, I have other friends I told to stop and, yes. and they, have, they didn't. Yes. So in front of me, I have reishi and pineapple. I don't yep. know what that is. That's What's that? Reishi is a mushroom. Oh. It's a giant red mushroom that we bring here from China. Is it, is it poisonous? Uh, no, it's incredible for you. It's actually okay. incredible for you. It's prized by samurais. Looking. You can go fighting Indeed. with a sword. There we go. Indeed. After you drunk this. We are in King's Cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I've never heard of that. Uh, mush- make a mushroom drink. Mm. Mm. Mushroom and pineapple. Mm. Yeah, I think we're one of the first to market doing a ready-to-drink with mushroom. You can find lots of uh, cafes, coffee shops doing mushroom lattes, variations. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, of cordyceps, lion's mane, other mushrooms, but this is the very first RTD. I don't want to claim that, but uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure we are one of the first. I'm going to the wrong cafes. They're serving mushrooms in cafes. I mean, mushroom I see mushrooms latte. on toast. Yeah. Mushroom like latte. an alternative to in cafe Suffolk? to coffee yeah. or like not no, Suffolk. Okay, okay, not to Suffolk. Suffolk yeah. No, barely even got vinegar. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, you have. You, you got apples. <laughs> you definitely got vinegar. I then. stuck up when I come yeah. here. Chris, have you got some thoughts on 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 this as a, as an ingredient? Have you come across it? Yeah, it's, um, we use it in one of our new shots as well. Oh, do you? Yeah, um, but it's a, it's one of those new ingredients that I think a lot of people are talking about because it comes from a long history of um, medical science behind it. But it's not really something that people take apart from supplements and powders. Um, That's right. And now in a drink, 
Yeah, indeed. And, and, and we'll have a little drink yeah. of this. Yeah, so yeah around. please do. Ooh, nice little thing going on there. Yeah. So we're, I mean, Humble Warrior is all about the plants and using sort of extraordinary plants from around the world to create extraordinary flavours. Um, and that's really the proposition um, for us. And, you know, with, with the reishi, obviously love your views, but it's all about that sort of sweet, savoury, umami. Wow. Yeah. So I, that started off being savoury. Mm. And then I've got a little bit of sweetness from the pineapple. Well, not too sweet. Can you taste the mushroomy stuff in that? A little. I mean, you, you definitely a get... Little. You definitely get meatiness. I mean, Yep, exactly. Meatiness. That is exactly the word you'd use for that drink. We have rosemary in there, sea salt, a little bit of gutta cola, which is sort of like a parsley leaf. It's a green herby oh, leaf. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, and yeah, we've paired that with a little bit of guava, um, pink grapefruit and pineapple to give you that hopefully yin and yang. Um, in the f- flavour profile. Craig, have you had a quick slurp? Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. What do you think? Really nice. Mm. It, I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't taste mushroomy. It's, it's, oh. yeah. it's, it's a really good flavour. Yeah. But it, it's interesting because mushroom, I always think of mushrooms as having that sort of um, meaty, deep meaty flavour that is, which is what for me makes mushrooms so interesting. Um, and this is, it's quite rare for a drink to be that deep. Mm. And this is, I, mean, you know, I think you're right. It's got, it's got, it's got a lot of layers to it, and it's mm. not. This is not a, this is not a drink you would. I mean, what market are you aiming for? I mean, this because it's interesting. So, when do you imagine people? Obviously, you want them drinking it day and night, but when do you imagine this as being a drink that people would pick up? It's slightly sparkly, just adding. Yeah, yeah. So, so the drinking moment for us is very much when people are out, when people are having an occasion, whether that occasion's during the day or in the evening. We don't really care, but absolutely, it's about full flavored, really non-alcoholic alternatives. So, you know, don't worry if you're, you know, feeling a little left out that you were talking about alcohol before. You have an alternative right in front of you in February. Um, it is very much about creating complex, layered flavors for the adult soft drinker. It suddenly reminds oh. me of something. I mean, you might not like this. It reminds me of you know the, the you know those sort of um, sort of Thai, really kind of earthy soups. It's yep. got a little bit of that for me in it, but not not, not you know, and it's mm. it, that's that's probably the umami, which is you know one of obviously one of our five one of the five flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, you know, a lot of alcoholic drinks have umami in in them as well. So so we have played on some of those traditional alcoholic cues when creating these as well. But I think. We've been anchored in the in the sort of soft drink market around pretty sort of same samey one dimensional flavour profiles, really around sweetness, and so this is definitely a challenge to that. Mm. I think it would probably attract the kombucha market. Yeah, mm. so, no, I was yeah. just thinking. I was thinking that's exactly the same because mm. I know I'm not a great fan of kombucha. I was mm. thinking, well, that's better than kombucha. It's really easier drink so that you get the same kind of complexity that you'd get from the fermentation of the. Mm. Yep. For the of the mm. kombucha. That's yep. a really good comparison. Yeah. Okay, next one. Turmeric and mango thoughts. I have. It's a lot. Well, I'm, I, I suppose having been hit with a mushroom, first of all, I'm like. Yeah, I think that's yeah. more mainstream. That is more mainstream. Mm. That's more mainstream. But, turmeric, but then again, turmeric is. Big. 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 Yeah, and that's right. I mean, uh, that was sort of intentional. That's really for your, you know, beginner plant consumer. Start with the turmeric, get to know it, hopefully feel it's safe. It's a good entry point into Humble Warrior. Uh, and, yeah, then hit the mushrooms and the Tulsi. I like that. And, that could be a motto, just hit the mushrooms. Hit the mushrooms. <laughs> um, and turmeric obviously needing a bit of black pepper to make the old magic work. Absolutely, yeah, to activate it. To activate it. Right, next one. Tulsi, 
I don't know what that is. And pomegranate. What is Tulsi? Yeah, Tulsi. Seaweed, isn't it? No. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Sorry. Almost. Dr. Seaweed. Yeah, definitely. Seaweed's not. never heard of it. <laughs> Just imagine. Uh, <laughs> no, it is from the mint family. It's oh, also known as holy I... basil. Um, oh. Yeah, and actually it looks a bit like a basil um, leaf and smells a bit like a basil leaf but isn't one. It's it's really sacred in the subcontinent. Um, people grow it, we grow it in our homes. It's sort of seen to be a really uplifting, cleansing plant but it's also beautiful from a flavour perspective. Um, you get hopefully some cola in there, a really natural cola flavour um, and also some of that minty herbiness. That's, I don't know, that's made me shudder. Oh, no. In a nice way, in okay, a nice good. way. Good. Uh, what I find really interesting is I, I think the what second think? taste in all these drinks is different to the first. It's almost like the first one, your mouth kind of goes, oh, hang on, I hadn't been expecting that. And the second one, you're kind of like, oh, okay, okay. I'm sort of, there's a complexity in there that is, that is quite rare, I would say, in the sort of, this sort of soft drink market. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it feels yeah. like a treat. Yeah. I think you're using ingredients mm. that a lot of people don't normally associate with drinks. Absolutely. And so it's quite interesting to see the market change and then obviously make something which tastes nice and introduce them to that. I, I think it's really refreshing. It's, mm. you know, it's very clean flavours, but really, in, you know, different, interesting flavours. Yeah. I mean, so, that... So that and pomegranate, is, is there anything else in there? Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's cinnamon in there as well, and also mm. green tea, um, which really brings out that sort of sense of that herby, minty, earthy flavour that you might get from that as well. But really, that's the cola. We talk about that as being the cola for the people that don't want a really sugary cola. Um, and, you know, ultimately, the whole... The whole point of what we do is about moving people away from this idea that plants are, you know, only medicinal or only in the health aisles. You know, they are consumable every day as part of your everyday and in an indulgent way as well. Um, and that's how they're consumed in the East. And that was really the the genesis and the proposition when we started out with the with the drinks. And the branding is very uh, deliberately Eastern, I would say. It's, it's called Humble Warrior. You talk a lot about the ingredients on the back. Yeah. So, yeah, the roots of Humble Warrior is and my background, Sri Lankan. Hmm. Um, and I was looking for a drink that I'd grown up with um, and I couldn't find it. I could only find that that ingredient, amla, in powders and tablets. And I realised at that point that actually it should be consumed as a ready to drink. It should be part of the everyday. That's how, you know, half the world are consuming it. So that was the moment that uh, we decided to move to create the drinks. The Humble Warrior Hand is a mudra. Um, it's the Abhayaha mudra and it really symbolises uh, protection, strength and fearlessness. But we've really, with the branding, tried to be quite modern and fun about it, not too worthy. Um, we always talk about substance lightly carried uh, and that's what Humble Warrior is about. You know, really powerful, wonderful plants, but substance not going Substance lightly serious. carried. It's a good motto. That's a very good I like motto. it. I like that as well. Chris, um, what do you think of this? Because it's, it's, I mean, yours, we'll talk about yours in a minute. Yours is obviously to do with health in, in, in lots of different ways. This is an interesting way of sort of reversing into health in a way. I think there's a massive movement with low and no alcohol drinks. And I think this fits perfectly mm. in an area that you're used to your sugary substance drinks, which people are trying to get away from to something that is healthier. And I think what you've done is beautiful because you've engaged something that's 
your heritage and something that you couldn't find and then introduce them into the UK, which is it doesn't really exist. We don't have enough of, of these kind of drinks. Um, and it's natural. It's plant-based, which mm. I think personally is the way forward for everything. Yeah. I, think, I think focusing on a natural ingredient and then working around it to make things, I think is the way forward. I think I think we should try and move away as much as possible from synthetic inversions. Yeah, I agree. Craig, it's, it's, it's actually quite similar to what you're doing, focusing on one ingredient and then seeing what you can, you can make yeah, of that. Yeah, innovating around that. I mean, I, I think it's amazing because it feels very healthy, but it's really enjoyable, you know. It's, it's, and, and I think, um, as Chris was saying, win-win. If exactly, and and you don't feel like you're you're losing out for having something healthy. And actually, if if you know, if I was out with Sue and she's drinking stout all night, and I'm driving, <laughs> I can only do that, pint, and that's it. That's my lot. <laughs> but even the one pint, you, you know, the options are so limited, really. And actually, something like this is very refreshing and, and enjoyable you're not just having a lemonade because you feel you need a soft drink or something mm. so are you targeting retail or are you targeting food service Both. yeah so so i mean our core market is really on trade um mm. and restaurants and bars quite organically we're also in retail as well um generally sort of more high-end specialty uh, retail because we do have customers and online as well that buy this and obviously consume it sure in the evenings instead of alcohol and it, you know, it's consumed in that way. Um, and then we do, you know, we have part of our market, part of our customer base is, you know, food on the go and, and, and people grabbing it and having it as they walk out of, out of a, a cafe or a shop or wherever. So it's flexible, but, you know, ultimately our primary focus, our sort of main, um, sort of fan base is around the sort of non-alc evening consumer, which is really on trade. That's really what it feels like to me, mm. actually coming home thinking, not drinking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll reach for one of those. <laughs> Monday, what are you laughing Monday, at? <laughs> Chris, what are you laughing at? Oh, that was a good split to the week, I like. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is that just this Monday, Tuesday? It's called Wednesday. Wine Thursday <laughs> for a reason. And that's only between the hours of 9am and 6pm. No, it's just that then I treat myself then. Yeah, I like that. That's uh, good. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, I think it's a really exciting market. Mm. But yeah, it think... does feel like an evening drink, um, mm. an evening treats drink. Yeah, I think the market's exploding. It is. Mm. I think, and that's very reminiscent, although it's not, of kombucha. Yeah. It's that kind of area nice. that yeah. people are moving across. Way nicer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And Lots more of complex, in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th I think the real kombucha company came in here. Were probably oh, the only the, ones I've The only ones, actually, where I felt there was... A, a real depth and for and sort of range in that flavour profile. Mm -hmm. But even that, I think you sort of, the first, it's like, okay, right. Like, mm -hmm. Adjust. Adjust. Brain, brain recompute. Okay, now we're into it. Mm -hmm. but, I, I think, but I think these also have that, which is like, you know, it's not, it's not a flavour that I'm expecting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what's... Do you think cause that's because we're so conditioned to think of Coca-Cola or something? Is that why? I haven't drunk a Coca-Cola for... No, I haven't either. But is that years. why we suddenly feel a bit shocked? Because it doesn't feel like a soft drink that we're brought up with as a kid, yeah. maybe. Probably. I think yeah, the sweetness is changing yeah. in people's palates. Yeah. I think they're moving more to bitter flavours and mm. sour flavours. Yeah. Mm. And I, yeah. Think that, I think, you know, what we're finding is a lot of bars and restaurants are sort of coming to us and saying, we had kombucha, it didn't work, it's not sessionable, people don't want it more than once. 
can we taste yours? Can we have this over mm. and over again? And that and that works. I think this is, you know, when we crafted these, we did think about that. We thought about that moment when you're with your friends and you're not drinking. And there was a sense of, well, I want to be able to have something more than once um, and I don't want it to be a sparkling water. Uh, or a fruit so, juice. Which, or which, a fruit which, juice. Which is just too much all Absolutely. evening. Should, Hang on, there's nothing exactly. wrong with fruit juice. That's well, no, well, That's I'm just, now there I'm just, is nothing wrong with fruit Now I'm just moving to you, uh, uh, Chris, because actually... You're talking different occasion. Your, yours this is completely different. different. Yours, for me, is... Right, I'm. I'm having lunch, um, I've got a sandwich or I've got whatever it is, um, and I want to top it up with something, you know, a bit healthy and all that. I would go for a fruit juice, but I couldn't drink that all evening. And that's yeah. not what yours is about anyway. No. Um, you wouldn't so, want the sugar intake. No. So let's have a look at yours. Um, uh, so Love Drinks is um, spelled L-U-H-V. Yes. And um, basically you have things that are, you've worked with uh, universities and uh, crafted a drink that is, in this one I've got my hand, Good for your heart. That's it, yeah. What else have we got? We've we got three good for we your We actually hearts? brought in the heart ones because yeah. this was the one that won us the, the Drink Innovation Award. It did, that's right. Um, so, um, I love this. Um, would you like to just explain what is in it? Yeah, of course. And what bit, why they're good for your heart? So, this is one of our drinks from the Love Your Body range. Mm-hmm. So, um, this one works on your cardiovascular health. So, it's got five ingredients. Apples, red grapes, blueberries, beetroot, and pure cacao. Um, but from a scientific aspect we worked with king's college london to focus on the the biomedical structure behind ingredients and then make it super simple to explain that to your everyday person really that should just be able to pick up an apple a blueberry a grape realize while they're eating it um and for ease we made them into drinks that you can pick up for your lunch and and i love this i love the earthiness of it thank you it yeah i mean i think so many of the fruit juices are sort of very simple singular in their kind of flavour profile. This has a depth to it, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and, and I find them too sweet. I know it's I know it's fruit sweet, but I just find them too sweet. I think the trick right, is to try and to try and get them or get them, get get everyone to enjoy ingredients that they might not singularly eat or drink mm. and actually say, look, there's a benefit to this and it's gonna help your health in some way. Um and actually just really the very simplest idea was give them an educational thing that mm. you can pick up you can read you can engage with and actually learn something off the back of it and mm. um, for me personally i find it really interesting when i learn something new generally but yep. certainly about food that i consume because then it makes you think about it in a different way the next time you either try to avoid it or you like gan it and eat too much of it kind yeah and and again uh, for every ingredient that you have here you've explained you know why this is good for you so beetroot you know, um, traditionally is 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 used to to sort of improve blood flow and and lower blood pressure. Yeah. Um, and then you've got grapes that do something else, and you've got pure cacao that do something else. So, you know, somebody can quite clearly, and I think for me, one of the things that you've been successful at is the is the communication of it of what somebody's buying. Yeah. Which quite often is a little bit complicated. Yeah, I think when I came up with the idea, it was because it was really difficult to understand health. Mm. I was like. Even I, somebody that likes to look into it, was struggling sometimes when I looked at things to think, mm. actually, what does it do for me? Um, Rosh, what do you think of that? It's very different from what you've done, but, but because it's a different market, what, what do you think? That's delicious. Have you yeah. seen them before? I have, yeah, yeah. You're I have, doing a good I job think... then, Chris. I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> and they're great. Correct. I, We're launching co op. Correct answer. <laughs> so, is that your first big um, distribution point? Yes. Yeah. So we mostly sell to food services and we really launched last year, very, very kind of mid, mid last year. 
Um, and the co-op picked us up the year before and it's taken a long time to kind of get to the stage of launching. Um, and that will be our first retailer now that people can go and find us. We, we sell to a lot of businesses, which is really nice because they care about their employees. But as an everyday person listening to the podcast, to walk in and find us somewhere will be in the co-op. Mm. Mm. Love that. What do you think? Is this an area that um, independent re- retailers could can really have an edge? Because it's, it's quite difficult to find some of these sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I think something that I find really, really positive about it is that in the food-to-go market, where I'm imagining it's going to be in that kind of section in co-op, yeah. is that people are going to be in a hurry. Yes. They're going to think, right, I'll get a fruit juice, I'll be healthy, instead of getting a Coke or something. They go for Tropicana or something like that, which is actually really high in sugar because it's the easy option. But actually, this is just as easy to pick up, and it's very clear the reasons why yeah. they should pick this up instead. Um, so I think it's brilliant. It's really clearly you know, branded exactly what it's going to do for you. And it's really tasty as well. And I think that's the clever thing. I mean, you've got other ones for skin. We've got skin, your mind, your heart. And then we're launching three more from that range. And then we've got small shots as well. And the shots work on moods and feelings. So one called Awake, one called Calm, one called Focus. And then three more will come out as well. You need the Focus one, Ollie. I do not need the Focus one. (laughs) (laughs) I need the Calm one. Trust me. Calm one. I need the Calm one, yeah, just to see Take the edge off those moments oh, okay. where I'm a little bit volatile. Are you? Yeah, I can be volatile. Mm-hmm. Not sitting next to not, you. No, I no, no. Sit we, we you can know. send you some <laughs> the, dull, the dulcet tones of, of Sue. Tones. Can, you know, like... Probably not. Craig, let's move away from Ollie. Now, last time we saw you, <laughs> he might hit me after all that. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, you, you're just an expert on seaweed, basically. Yeah. You live, what else? breathe seaweed. What else is there? Yeah, <laughs> not much, you're, yeah. You're called Dr. Seaweed. Dr. Seaweed, proper doctor. Because you're a PhD person yeah. and you know everything there is to know about seaweed in the uh, UK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely out of it earlier, but we thought we discovered a new seaweed. We should have done that. I, yeah, I, no, I, that did actually I think scare what me. I was thinking about was dulse. Dulse, absolutely, yeah. See, Tulsi and dulse. Yeah. Quite similar. Similar. Why were you fascinated with seaweed? I did marine biology. The real reason I got into marine biology was a teenage years watching Baywatch. <laughs> I, love I, see the I love honesty. <laughs> honesty. I love honesty. That was my inspiration. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. The, the, the genuine. This is. Start. I did this another. It wasn't. It was actually the Hoff, wasn't it? it was <laughs> the Hoff. The Hoff. Do you know? I've, he's the only person's autobiography I've ever read. No. The whole book. Half it's called Making Waves. How, how, how long is it? Six pages? Very short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it misses out the alcoholism. Um, was he an alcoholic? Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to insult the Hoff. Oh, sorry, sorry. He's amazing. He brought down the Berlin Wall single handedly, according to his book. Um, <laughs> Things you learn on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Donald Trump. Um, but yeah, so anyway, seaweed. Um, I, Donald I mean, Trump thinks he's done everything, doesn't he? Well, I, I, I think even he can't claim the Berlin Wall. He'll I think try. He probably I'm could. Sure he probably but could. Yeah. He may well have wrecked another wall soon. He's trying. He's probably collected all the bricks. He's yeah. going to use it for his Mexican wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, do carry on, Craig. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if I got mm. from seaweed to Donald Trump. So we're, we're, drunk, um, we're drunk on, on sugary <laughs> drinks. <laughs> you definitely need the focus. Yeah. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, seaweed came about from from looking really for ways to match a passion for working with the sea with something that actually was commercially viable, but 
would do some good in terms of being sustainable, genuinely sustainable, both environmentally and, and socially and economically. But the whole inspiration was how do we take something that is a staple in the East, but forgotten in the West? Because we're all used to eat it at some point. So the, the idea was we set up as, a, as an ingredients business, really, and that still is what we mainly are, supplying yeah. seaweed as ingredients to food manufacturers, nutrition companies, beverage companies, now all over the world. Um, and then launched our own brand, Dr. Seaweed's Weed and Wonderful, because seaweed isn't weird, it's wonderful. And the whole idea is taking something and putting it into formats that are really easy to engage with, whether that's you, the consumer or, or the food manufacturer. Because you even do supplements and stuff, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, we've got, so the supplements are very much the nutrition side. Um, I'll just shake them so you can hear. Um, and then there's three culinary oils. So they're infused oils, which, and it, and it is just about helping consumers engage. So the oils, if you don't want to use seaweed as a supplement, it's just, they're so easy. You use it mm. like you would use any oil, you know, yeah. drizzle it on salads, roast vegetables, fry stuff. Um, and Ross, have you tried this before? I can't say I have. You've got to try it. Definitely. Now, last time we was on the programme, we bought some really mm. crap bread for which we teased him endlessly. So you bought some nice bread this time. Yeah, nicer. Nice her. Nice bread. Too carried away. Um, so I'll, I'll next time he'll bring, bring homemade sourdough. You see, actually, the best bread for trying no, is just some white softy, bread. Softy bread. So, so have, a, have a dip in there. But bread. This, um, so this, this is, is the, the smoked one. Yeah. So this is the smoked seaweed yeah. infused oil. It's my favorite. And what do you call the? So the one that you gave me many many months ago was the um, was the one with the pipette on it. Are yeah. Those, so what? that's the intense smoked culinary essence. So that's more of a finisher. So it's a pipette dropper, and you drizzle it um, around the plate or around your finished dish, and. It's brilliant with seafoods. It's amazing. I mean, I'll just drizzle it on scrambled eggs and, and it almost tastes like the smoked mm. salmon on, on the eggs. Mm, it's all same. vegan, it's, it's all organic. That's interesting. It's exactly mm. what it tastes like. And, the, really and it's amazing with oysters. Our vision for the intense one with the pipette yeah, proper is to see it next to Tabasco on every seafood bar in the world. I, I mean, I, I've used it on oysters. I think I upset my father. He brought some around the other day for some reason. He's 83 and crazy. Um, and so I gave him one oyster with this on it, one oyster with some kiwi on it. Kiwi. Uh, kiwi. Kiwi. It's, it's the mm. perfect combination. So if you look, if you do the chemical analysis okay. of an oyster, so it's a, a, a scientist. So they've done oh. some really interesting research on the flavor profile of an oyster and the perfect match to complement and bring out the flavor is kiwi. Seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> it's really and they, and they really? so yes it's a really really interesting um, interesting I'll try that group of um, ingredients guys who basically create these amazing pyramids and, and like crazy charts that show the flavour profiles of how things connect and it, it's, it oh. really does work I mean my 83 year old father was like God, that's really good isn't it so I'm like okay what did what I haven't had uh, this on, um, on oysters, oysters though it it just brings out the the flavour. I think it's just the, the, for me, that Tabasco just, the just completely. Well, I, don't, I never see the flavor. point in doing Tabasco no, and oysters. Pointless. It, it's I mean, look, it's a really strong flavour, isn't it? Maybe, mm. maybe. I I don't know enough about oysters. We've been doing stuff with oyster shuckers yeah. who love this. Um, they all still use Tabasco, and and you know it's it's huge in that industry. But this is very different. You know, it's got that subtle smokiness, but it still has that flavour of the sea yeah. along with it. Um, and then, you know, we do a pure one as well, which is, this is a much milder flavor, but it's, the, the beauty is, and as you were saying before about amami, you know, bringing out that, so the seaweed has, like mushrooms, a natural amami flavor. So this is very mild. If you dip the bread in it, you're welcome to open that as well. Um, it's just very mild, but actually when you cook with it, and certainly when you heat it in a pan, let's say you, you're frying something in it or roasting some vegetables, the flavors then really come out mm. and enhance which is what we sell the ingredients for, the, the seaweed powders, is a lot for salt replacement, flavour enhancement. 
in breads and meats and all sorts of things. So, you, so you've got um, some um, tubs there full mm-hmm. of powders. Are those? So you sell them to food manufacturers? Yeah. So these are obviously samples we're selling bulk mm. to food manufacturers. So that's everyone from products into M and S. PepsiCo snacks, they off the. So, what would they use them for? Crisps or something? Or, yeah, or? so there's basically, we, we've classified it as three different things. One is for flavour. So, whether that's salt replacement, flavour enhancement, we do a smoked seaweed powder or granule, this is the granule. Um, so, to give that flavour of the sea, MS to the smoked seaweed mayonnaise. Um, it works amazingly in butters. Um, oh, I can imagine that in butter. Mm. It's amazing in a butter. Mm. And then. The other is the nutrition. So we sell lots of nutrition companies because the iodine is the key thing. So seaweed is mm. actually the only natural vegan source of iodine because the main source is a fish or dairy. So if you're a vegan or you're reducing your dairy intake of fish, you, you have to have iodine in your diet. It's an essential nutrient. So if you're not getting it and you're not getting it from seaweed, then you, you're going to... Where are you going to get it? Yeah. And that affects your thyroid, which affects mm. a lot of the problems. It's a huge... 70% of young girls are deficient in the UK. Six six percent of adult women. Seventy percent of of girls. Girls. It, the study was in the Lancet. It was uh, fifteen to sixteen year old girls that looked at, and up, on average, it was just under seventy percent across the UK. Didn't they say that was something to do with uh, kind of nut milks and dairy alternatives? That, because I think dairy milk has iodine in it. Absolutely, yeah. So when that's being replaced by kind of vegan alternatives, um, they're not getting. Yeah, that's one of them. So basically, we don't eat enough white fish, which is where it comes from, and dairy's in decline. And something like 30% of Britons now have dairy alternatives, and so that's got nothing nutritional in it in terms of micronutrients, et cetera, like dairy does. So it's a big problem. If it was iron or calcium, there'd be a huge outcry, but people don't really yet know what iodine is. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Just to think, because people don't know what food is doing, they don't also understand the benefits or, or the Absolutely. cons when you're taking it out of your diet. No, but what we've been so often on this programme is just saying it's so complicated to navigate mm. as a consumer Absolutely. or as a parent, particularly yeah. if you're trying to do the right thing for your children and what they eat. It's so hard. Mm. You know, they say you shouldn't have full-fat milk and then they say you should and then you shouldn't have this, but then, you know, you shouldn't have carbohydrates and now you should and... I mean, we, we rely now quite on difficult. The, the, the sort of third pillar of what we're selling is what we call the kale effect. Because increasingly, and we did a study as part of an Innovate UK project, which is funded by the UK government, which was say, showing that 88% of people knew that seaweed was good for them. They didn't know why, but they knew <laughs> it was good, which is great because it showed, and this is where the food industry is going, if it's on pack, there's a sense of, well, this this is good. Mm. And, it, and, it, and obviously it is good, it's just they don't have the time the consumer to really drill down into everything, which is why like your branding's great with the heart. You know, it's very clear what yeah. it does, and then they can read about it because they're not going to read about it first because you just don't have the yeah. time in the shop. However engaged you are, it's just not possible. Yeah, mm. very true. Mm. I'm getting a sense, uh, Rosh, that you're really you really like that, don't you? Yeah, I loved it. It was delicious. I mean, I'm vegetarian, so I would go to your smoked seaweed oil anytime. I got a beautiful smoked salmon taste from that. Excellent. And also to know that it's functional and that I'll be getting iodine where I, you know, otherwise wouldn't is great as well. So I think your point around format is a big one because I think lots of people probably think of sea- seaweed and they think of the sort of seaweed, yeah. the dried seaweed, which which necessarily feels quite onerous, doesn't it? Yeah. Bring home and People do are nervous, what do you do with right. it? And that was one of yeah. the big outcomes of the survey is 
yeah, we'd buy it, but it's not available in normal shops. Mm-hmm. What do I do with it? Mm-hmm. What, you know, how do I... Exactly, how do I do it? But I think, I reckon Roche right. could come up with a good drink out of that. Yeah. I know. Just a little co- bit of an ingredient. Let's Someone after actually this. said, I was talking yeah. with the intense one for oysters, I said, well, could you, you do a um, Bloody Mary? Mm. Oh, yeah. So there's another cocktail nice. That would definitely work. Mm. There you yeah. go. I haven't had a Bloody Mary for years. That's, that was my cocktail for next month. Was it? Oh, mm. well, there you go. Do a smoked seaweed Bloody Mary. There you go. <gasps> I'm going to try that. There you go. There's, there's this Thursday night sorted. Yeah, I might, <laughs> might nick that and then have a little experiment and then I'll give you the ultimate uh, Bloody Mary mix. with, with it's a bit. I think seaweed's becoming seaweed. more mainstream now Absolutely, as well. I mean, it's yeah. interesting. I, I know Sue thinks my, I, I live in a family of total freaks. Uh, having met my sister last week, you know, we, we, we've now guaranteed this. But, um, <laughs> she, seemed, she seemed fairly normal. She did seem fairly normal. Yeah. But, you know, I think my son, one of my son's favourite snacks is seaweed. The thins. Like the thins. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes them to school. He has seaweed, mm. thins and mango. Mm. And I found the other day that seaweed, which is coated in wasabi, which is just awesome. Have you had that? No, I haven't actually. I mean, that so really is, goes I mean, really well. You, 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 well. you should do a collaboration with lovely people from the English Wasabi Company. Oh, uh, wasabi yeah, Company, yeah, they're yeah. great people. Yeah, such yeah. amazing product. Such yeah. amazing product. And, and the, Wasabi mayonnaise, can't beat it. Yeah. Well, I just th- but the fresh wasabi they brought in was oh, just, I, I haven't recovered from that. It was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And finger limes. Oh, they're extraordinary. Yeah. Try to, We've I've eaten tried to so well on this program. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, memory lane. But I, I, I think I, you know. I mean, it's funny. You know, we've been, we you know, we've been talking to you for a good year now, and I actually think over the last year, seaweed has become mm. it really more has. mainstream than it was a year ago. Mm. And we're seeing it more and more on the ingredient side of our business with the types mm. of companies that we're engaging with, because it's no longer. We started predominantly in nutraceuticals, nutrition, you know, supplements, where you know trends often start, and more and more into snacks or all sort, you know, sauces meats everything because they just want it on pack mm. as well as all the but is, do you think some of this stuff is is whitewashing in terms of you know you probably can't answer this question but um you know there is a danger that you know you have a a crisp that is not good for you and it has seaweed in it and it's like that's meant to make it good and actually no it's just a tiny flavoring it, it could be done definitely yeah and it, it depends on the brand it depends yeah. on the company yeah, it could be done with any. But they'll be, they will be exposed eventually. Yeah, I, I, think, I, yeah, I, yeah, I truly believe that. I mean, last week we had, uh, was it week Low before, the true, oh. the true uh, people who, yeah, you know, and they're saying they're doing everything. But, you know, the packaging, they're getting rid of plastic, they're, they're making sure that every single thing they do is authentic. Because mm-hmm. actually, do you know what? That's good business sense. Mm. Because, yeah, yeah. Because, because people will stick with you. And you, you do get outed. Yeah. And, and, and the retailers are on it. You Absolutely. Know, and, they'll find out. We've just, uh, we did start in last week on QVC with the supplements. And they and were you on QVC? QVC. I was live oh, on QVC. Tell me. Oh, my word. You <laughs> must have been. I put a wig <laughs> on. I were you like makeup. a complete superstar? I'll send you the link. You can watch it. Oh, you know, yes, you please. That, have you watched that film about that lady who creates no, the I mock, really must. I meant to watch lady. this. My have you ever watched this? It's called no. Trudy or something so it's, like it's, that. Joy. 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 This woman basically creates this mop. And it's it's her her father is... Uh, oh, the big gangster um, Robert De Niro in the film, right? right. And I forget who the actress yeah, yeah. is. And basically, yeah, Jennifer. She, she, uh, um, it's no. It's anyway. It's, anyway, it's basically the idea is she makes a mop and she goes on QVC and she rocks and they just start selling. And it's this amazing story of a really successful business. People actually want and to all QVC. the honestly, yeah. it is the most Massive. phenomenal Massive. business. Mm. I've never dealt with such a professional setup. And that, that's what apart, apart from the food. <laughs> apart from, in terms yes. of retail, they are. Everything you say goes through the lawyers. It's uh, oh, it's been. Did you sell well on it? 
I'll, I'm waiting to get the figures through. But yeah, it was, you see them coming in live at the end and then, and then you have to leave. But it was, it was a brilliant And experience. they kick you out of the building. Then I was gone, yeah. No, it was very, very good. And the demographic's right for us and a half a billion turnover oh, wow. in the UK. Yeah. Chris, oh, wow. get on there. I know. Yeah. Um, get on there. Onto my agent after this. They're, they're mm, very good. Definitely. Well, um, basically, today's programme has been about the power of plants. Yeah, it has. So we've had seaweed. We've got all sorts of things in your, your lovely drinks, Chris. So we've got beetroot and red grapes and blueberries um, and also Roche some ingredients I've never heard of so thank you very much for bringing those in so Tulsi and Reishi, got to look out for those, mm. oh, I might go on can I can I order those online? You can I like the Reishi and pineapple a lot mm. I'll send you some that Have you be, got distribution yet in, that, in one of the... That could be my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday drink. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thank nah. you. <laughs> no, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday's fine. Don't be greedy. Yeah, just just, just, <laughs> just stick with what you got. So, yeah. so where, where can people buy it? Yeah, um, you can find us at Selfridges, Planet Organic, Partridges, Dalesford Organic, Eat17, sort of premium All grocery. Stuff. All the local stores. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then uh, beautiful restaurants as well around London. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much to our guests today. Rosh Amarasakara. Yes. Humble warrior. Look out for that. We, we got a thumbs up. Yeah, very good. Uh, Chris Beach, um, really pleased it's still going well for you. Thank Glad you. you're on your next three. Yes. Haven't told us what they're going to be. Is it a secret? Not yet. We've also got two more as well coming up. Okay. Um, so, yes, hoping that that's just going from strength to strength and uh, a very worthy... Future Food Awards winner. Thank you. Absolutely, think? definitely. Mm. Um, and Dr. Seaweed, Craig Rose. Um, oh, I really do think you just hit, you're hitting the seaweed at the right Fingers crest crossed. of a wave. Yeah, and the, the oils have just gone into Lakeland as well, which oh, I think they? is yeah, cool. a really good retailer for mm, us because mm. the merchandise stuff well. And one of the challenges being engaging with consumers. But for me, that's almost like a lost leader in that, that that's really getting people to try and understand seaweed and make seaweed mainstream whereas actually obviously the supplements and all that are the we'll really important a part lower of the business. profit leader but yeah yeah it, it, well you know what i mean <laughs> absolutely uh, no you're, you're absolutely right phrase. It, it the 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 oils oils are not big sellers anyway any oil because you buy it very infrequently mm. but because it's very unique because it tastes great it, it opens the door and it helps get the brand and, and the concept mm. in front of consumers very good idea so um uh, you can get those online, uh, but yeah. lots of other uh, stores. Yeah, and with Chris, you're all sorts of places. But check out the co-op, co-op if yeah, you've got a co-op you've, near you. If you follow us online at um, lovedrinks.com, you can, we can tell you all on our social where we're at. Brilliant. Well, we'll have a link to all our guests um, today. You've been listening to the Food Talk Show, and you probably know we're syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, and the podcast app on your phone. Thank you to my fellow presenters, Holly Shackleton, editor of Speciality Food magazine. Thank you. Yeah, if you're in the independent retail sector... I think you should be looking at some of these. Yeah, absolutely. Because they are, a little, they are sometimes a little bit difficult to get hold of and therefore if you've got people trying to look for this sort of thing, beat the old supermarkets, get in there first. Absolutely. I say. Um, and also thank you to my fellow presenter, Ollie Lloyd. Good stuff on the table today. Really exciting. Hmm, very exciting. Healthy and delicious. Healthy and delicious. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> um, Adonis, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Will you give me the recipe? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know the proportions of that. Um, and if you uh, know someone doing something groundbreaking in the food sector, please get in touch with us via Twitter 
Or indeed, if you've got a cocktail that you think me and Ollie should try, uh, the handle is at Food Talk Show. And if you want to listen to any of our hundreds of podcasts, go to foodtalk.co.uk or Speciality Food Magazine website. You should be going on that website anyway. Indeed. And we're on the homepage. You can right click, on the homepage. Click through to Food Talk. So I hope you have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.